0: The Monday
1: Rewind. Well, welcome along to Monday Rewind. I'm Raf Giallo, filling in for Oisin Langan. You can tweet us at Oisín Langan or at Raftastigo on Twitter. So Ireland have opened up the 2016 Six Nations with a 16-16 draw at the Aviva Stadium, but where does that leave us with an eye to the future games? You'll hear from Joe Schmidt, Rory Best and Warren Gatlin in just a second. And later on we'll be chatting to former Ireland, Chelsea and Crystal Palace defender Paddy Mulligan about a very interesting weekend in the Premier League. First up, let's hear what Joe Smith made of Ireland's draw with Wales. He picked out some of the key players, especially in the back row, when he spoke to the press post-match.
2: I feel encouraged after the performance. I think the performance, as much as you're always disappointed not to get the result in the, at the end, uh, the performance, I thought, stood to the players really well. Um, they'd worked hard during the week to, to try to be as well-prepared as they could be. And I thought there was real evidence of that in the first 30 minutes. Um, we had three or four visits to the Welsh 22 for for 13 points, which was uh, you know the sort of springboard we needed, and we knew we needed against uh, what was an incredibly strong squad. And we knew that they would they would bring some experience off the bench in, in the back half of the game. Uh, we also had the breeze in the first half. At the other end of the pitch, um, you know I felt we defended really well in that first 30 minutes, and uh, we didn't really allow them the opportunity to. To get anything concrete out of being three or four visits uh, in, in our 22, so yeah, that, that's a, that's a really heartening part of the performance. Uh, unfortunately, you know that last 10 minutes before halftime, uh, you know what was a really good defence. Um, you know, as soon as those legs get above the, the horizontal and, and, and the player hits the ground like uh, on his elbow, then you know there's there's always a risk that you're going to give up that penalty, and, and that's what happened so uh they that gave them a little bit of a an access into our 22 that they kicked the, the points and then uh, i thought john davies uh, little left foot grubber up the touchline was superb again put them in a position where they had us under pressure and you know it was very hard to control their scrums here and across to the left and, and it just meant that uh that you know and once they got us down in that position it, it was hard to get out and they uh they had the wind, they had territory, they had possession in the second half and, and at the end of the game, to come back from 16-13 down and, and get those last three points, probably feel that, that you know it's, it's a better result than, than a draw normally would be. Yeah, I thought CJ was super. Um, you know, One thing I would say, I thought Tommy O'Donnell did really well and Jamie Heslip's engine took him all around the park on a regular basis. I thought the back three of the scrum were, were very, very good. Obviously CJ uh, making his, his debut, um, the, the, his ability to carry the ball over the Avana's line. I felt he got on the ball, he got some really good pressure uh, on their ball as well, and um, you know he, he, he's certainly a guy who will hopefully grow into the up uh, uh, position somewhere in that back row and, and add to what hopefully, when everyone's fit and available, will be a, a tough conundrum for, for the selection. In his first official match as captain, Rory Best was delighted with Ireland's start
1: and was satisfied overall with the final result. Yeah, look, I think it's uh, it's
3: a strange result, you know, a draw that sort of nobody's overly happy with. But I think at, at 16-13, um, you know, you look at the Welsh defence and I think we're probably reasonably happy with the draw. I think for us it's about concentrating on, on bits of the performance that we're very happy with, but bits of the performance that we know we can we can do a lot better with, I think. Something we talked about and, and wanted to concentrate on was our start. And I think we started really, really well. I think the flip side of that is we're obviously a little bit disappointed with the last 10 minutes of that second half. Um, you know, We kind of let them back into it when, when we had a good, firm hold of the game. Um, but look, a, a, a draw still keeps us in it, still keeps us in the championship, and, and it's, a, it's a lot better than a, than a loss.
1: On the Welsh side, their head coach Warren Gatlin was not surprised by Ireland's approach. Uh, we talked about... Uh,
2: Things in, in terms of uh, the, the plays that they threw at us, you know, a lot of one-off runners off, off Conor Murray, which were they were effective at. We said uh, beforehand that we expect them to you know, potentially stand off on the line out and to try and negate the drive, and they did that against us early on. So, um, you know, a lot of things that you know they threw at us were um, what, what we prepared for. So, um, but they just finished and they started well. You know, emotionally they were. Um, Probably a little bit better than we were for that first 20 minutes. and um, Started well. We've given away two or three soft penalties. Uh, um, Drifted off uh, Connor Connor Murray's try. um, But I said we showed some character in terms of coming back from there. Before we get to the Premier League,
1: there's a full weekend of action in the Allianz League where Donegal defeated Core Division 1 while Roscommon earned themselves a famous win in Killarney over Kerry. Monaghan also won against Down while Mayo lost out to Dublin. Mayo boss Stephen Rochford was speaking to Off the Ball's Dave McIntyre after the game and Rochford felt a particular period of the game gave Dublin the platform for victory.
3: Look, I, I suppose you're, you're, you're talking about a, a team that was uh, able to, you know, kick three or four points in a row, I think, you know, half through the second half there, you know, uh, Dublin went off, kicked three points, put, put enough of a margin in, in, in a game... That, of conditions the way they were uh, was always going to be you know en- en- enough to-, to kick them on I think at that time we might have hit the post with one of our own efforts and you know maybe that would have you know broken up their rhythm but you know Dublin getting into that um, position you know, they, you know they know how to close out a game as well How, how did you feel about it at half time uh, you played against the win? yeah I know I thought you know we'd we'd worked very hard and we, we kept our, our shape and our structure uh, well throughout uh, but I'd probably been disappointed that we didn't kick on with another score or two um, but at the same time uh, a, a lot of what we didn't see in cork we, were, we, we, we saw and that, that that work rate and effort was um, what we'd asked for was was was, was evident
2: did you de- you demanded a reaction, did you after last weekend because the first half the intensity was just completely different to what we saw last week.
3: Yeah, it certainly was, but you know these guys have high standards as well, and there was nobody hurting more than them uh, coming up from Cork uh, last week. I didn't need to ask them, beg them, anything like that. Uh, they're a proud bunch, and um, you know ultimately they're still hurting today because we didn't get the two points.
2: In some ways, playing into the wind seemed to suit both teams. They both teams, I think, played a little bit better when they when they had to face into that breeze.
3: Yeah, maybe. Um, you know, I suppose you're you're you, you know you can be sometimes delusional with the breeze around forking ball in and maybe on a dry day the ball set up a little bit for you but the ball was hitting the ground there it was like a bar of soap as well so I think the two teams did their very best in the conditions that that, that allowed and uh, like we had a hail shower there towards the end but we had one just before the start of the game so look uh, I know 9 points to 7 may not have been pretty but I think what you saw is uh, real real effort and work rate and hard work and and, an honest endeavour from both teams
2: Have you less work done than some of the other counties because in the last 10-15 minutes maybe may have seemed to flag again tonight
3: yeah, like um, we didn't get back till the 29th of December, um, and look, maybe that'll help us further on the campaign. God knows, um, but yeah, um, and I think you know, probably lacking, you know, three or four heads maybe to come off the bench with a bit of experience. Where by uh, Dublin were probably able to bring guys that have played more championship football and that, um, and I think in conditions like that, um, being able to bring on people that have you know played a championship level um, like Dublin were able to do does count is it
2: three weeks coming at a perfect time now for you just to kind of rally things together and get the fitness levels up and some players back
3: maybe I'll I'll tell you that in three weeks we've got to go and we got to get two points in Donegal Um, you know games you know whilst you know, we talk about reaction and that ultimately we didn't get the two points and, you know, we don't, we don't do moral victories in that in that dressing room. Uh, we're about winning games and we've got to get ourselves ready again this week and pick up on a little bit of fitness and a bit of more sharp work um, and get ourselves ready for Donegal. Hey, no, took a bit of punishment at the start and at the end. And what did you see of the black card and... I don't know. do you get a dig in the head at the end? Um, the black, which black card? Um, was there? Aiden shoot. With Philly McMahon. To, to be perfectly honest, I genuinely didn't see see it. Um, but look, Aiden's a good player. He's going to get. He's going to get maybe a bit of attention. But you know, top players get that. You know, I, I, I don't have any. I don't have any worries about it. Do you, th- nope. do you think he should have got maybe a free in? You know, a stage in the second half when he was blown for all the carrying? I think you know decisions will go with you and against you. You know, we might get them in Donegal. Um, you know, I, I, you know referees make decisions, and they make them, you know, on, on, on what they see in front of them. And you know, some days you get some of the tighter ones, and some days you. Don't. We probably need it to get one or two of those tighter decisions, uh, you know. But look, it goes around, swings and roundabouts. Miller, many, many bodies back. Uh, many bodies back. All um, well, you're hoping with, with three weeks away that we'll be able to pick up uh, three or four of them. We, we have a number of guys returning to, to training, doing some aerobic stuff and that, but uh, probably won't know as much really until maybe ten days out.
1: Night the Premier League with Paddy Mulligan. I started off by asking him about his view of Leicester's defining victory at the mighty Man City.
0: I thought, I thought Leicester, as they have been for quite some time now, were absolutely brilliant last Saturday. They they tore Man City apart and gave and gave uh, Man City so many problems that City just didn't know where, where to go. You now City were very very weak. Or very, I was very disappointed in City, but take nothing away from Leicester. And you know what what I, what I feel Lester do? They do the simple thing and they do it well. When it's on to play Vardy in or Mars in, they go and play them in. When it's on to play it into midfield and play chart, they go and play a chart. And when it's on to defend, all style defending, go and mark your man, go with the runner, stay with them all the way. Go uh, go and win the ball in the air Go and win your tackles That's what the Leicester defenders are doing and it's, it's, it's absolutely wonderful to watch and an awful lot of uh, more Premier League clubs could take note of the way Ranieri has them set up because they're absolutely brilliant
1: yeah and it, like strangely enough I was just saying it just before we hit record here that um, at one point Leicester City like they weren't defending quite as well as they are now but some like it's probably a credit to Claudio Ranieri that he spotted that and they've kind of fixed that and they're still scoring at the other end yes himself and,
0: and himself and uh, Ranieri and the coaching staff have, 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 done, a, have done a smashing job and, and uh, look at Michael Engall is, is having is having another wonderful season for himself. But let's not forget that, that towards the end of the season, last season it is, uh, when they when they uh, were fighting relegation, they've got, they're on some run now after picking up so many points and they've won so many games since probably around last April or March or April. It's just a remarkable run, and and, and long may it continue. Yeah. And and Vardy, Vardy was a bit unlucky not to at least have two goals on on, on Sarri. Slight slight miscontrol for a ball that was played over the top. But you know he, he, he's such a nuisance in the best possible sense that he, he that he causes people problems all the time because he's on the go all the time and he, he's looking to get in. Be he, he's playing on the edge. He's he, he's playing shoulder to shoulder with with the, with the. With the, with the Defenders and and none of them. I I don't understand why defenders just let him run. I can't, I cannot for that. I know that he's quick, but I can't for the life of me figure that one out at all because you mean, uh, 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 defenders, you've got to go with your man. Yeah. And Leicester, Leicester do, are, are, are doing it brilliantly, just marking people and 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 then getting people released. But it's, it's real, it's real push and go football. You know, get it, give it to a Leicester player. Let's go for the, let's go for the return. Always stay in support.
1: Uh, it's it, it's so simple, you know. It's it's it, it, it's beautiful. It's beautiful to watch. On the flip side, Manchester City were poor, but um, looking at their squad now, Pep has a quite a task on his hand, like looking at what. What the squad that would be left uh, to him in the uh, in the summer? Who would you be getting rid of, other than say, of course, Yaya Toure is going because uh, I think he's already kind of predicted that that's going to happen. But there are other players yeah, like that have to go. Pep, Pep wouldn't tolerate no. the,
0: uh, Yaya Toure's attitude, uh, especially in, get, in getting back and defending with, uh, yeah. and, and, and and working the hard yards because as uh, Toure doesn't do it, he's a magnificent talent. That's the sad part about it. No wonder I suppose Barcelona let him go those those number of years ago as well. Um, so it's sad to see, but he's he's gonna he's gonna have to get a complete back four, that that that's for sure. You know, get company back in there. Yeah. Um. Maybe Zabaleta will be uh, would be kept on, but uh, the rest of them, you know, unless the Guardiola can work the magic, I I I I I w- I've always thought that it, that it's easier to coach defenders. Into into how to defend, then it will be the coach, midfield players, or front men, because especially front men, they just work mainly on instinct. Yeah. But defenders I would have thought, it would have been. Uh, I'm not going to say that it would be easy, but it would be it would be a lot a, a lot uh, easier for for uh, manager and coaches to go in and and, uh, and coach these these people and and get them into the right position and be and let them be aware. But then, if you don't have the football intelligence and you don't see danger. Well then, I'm afraid maybe, maybe, maybe coaches and managers are are, are fighting a lost cause because an awful lot of defenders—not just City, but an awful lot of defenders in 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 the Premier League just don't they, they don't recognise danger. And when they do recognise it, they don't seem to be able to grasp what it is. So yeah. it's it, it, it's it's lunacy uh, uh, the way the way defending has, has has gone. And it's sad because defending is a wonderful part of the game. I mean, you get great great uh, 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 praise and credit uh, for for uh, clearing the ball off the line or winning headers and winning your tackles, uh, going with your man, not seeing the run off, not letting him not letting him get goalside, yeah, you you being in control of, of the situation at all times, and getting and getting your your, your good tackles in. But that, that just seems to be a lost cause these days.
1: Yeah, um, on the well, more so on the kind of Sunday afternoon game. It was Manchester United, Chelsea. United came very close to winning that, and actually looking at it, there seems to be little signs of a revival there. They, they've been better; they were better in that game than I've seen them in quite a lot of the recent games since the turn of the year. Yeah, and don't forget that Liverpool went there
0: 3-1. Yeah. <laughs> so what does what does what does that tell you about Chelsea? Yeah. I know managers have changed, but, but 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 attitudes haven't changed too much at Chelsea. And and it, it was I thought I thought it was a very very poor first half. I thought that United were the better team throughout uh, throughout the game. Um, unlucky not to go and take three points, but they still couldn't win at Stamford Bridge. Yeah, and that's got to be a black mark uh, against United that they they had opportunities um, and especially just near the end when 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 uh, um, Memphis. Uh, was down the right tried to play a ball into Schneiderland and instead of instead of uh, Schneiderland Schneiderland went forward instead of going square at that juncture he should have been going square to, to, to Memphis let him let him play it square and then go and keep the ball and he, and he didn't Schneiderland made, made, made the, the, the forward run now if Memphis's ball had been good Schneider was in and, and could have created a second goal for, for United or else somebody would have got a shot away yeah. and, and the whole complexion of the game wouldn't have changed because straight from that incident Chelsea broke who better man than Fabregas to get on the ball, just poke it through to to Costa, and and what a man to finish! Yeah. Bit of a bit of a heavy touch to go around the keeper, but uh, still got the angle right and then uh, slotted in with his, with his left foot. And uh, De Gea, let's be fair, took off two or three wonderful, wonderful saves. So I mean, uh, uh, although I, I I felt over the ninety minutes that that United uh, um, were, were were the better team, they were very very lucky in the end to go to go and get a draw out
1: of it. Um, one of the aspects of the game, of course, was uh zuma 's horrific run, horrific yeah. injury horrific. And you could see the you could hear well you could see and hear yeah, the pain you could see the and you could see the leg bend the left leg bend, yeah um, um it's he 'll have a scan, so we 'll probably have a long term prognosis soon but uh looking at john terry 's future, which would probably be tied in given that they both play at center half. That probably forces Chelsea's hand a little bit. Just in, in the in the event that Zuma's out for let's say six, seven, eight months, that they it might actually be wiser to keep a Terry around.
0: Well, it would be it would be it would be the intelligent and sensible thing. But when did Chelsea do anything ever do anything intelligent and sensible? <laughs> that's the that's the that's that's the question we we have to try and get uh, answers to. But certainly, John Terry should not be allowed to leave Chelsea Football Club um, un, under no circumstances, and particularly now when himself and Zuma. Have a very very good relationship on 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 the field. Zuma yeah. Zuma is learning everything from John Terry, and and you have to keep the likes of John Terry uh, at your club uh, at least for at least for the next season. Uh, as a player, and then after, as you want to be looking at him, if if he if he wants to go and do some coaching or, or become involved in the club, well, they've got to try and uh, uh, keep him there, and, and that's that. As far as I'm concerned, should be the way. Like Frank Lampard should have been, should have been uh, kept there. Yeah. Uh, Petr Te- Petr Cech should never be allowed to leave uh, Chelsea Football Club. But then they, they they can do some daft things at at Chelsea. But no, John Terry. I think I think it's of paramount importance that John Terry remains uh, at Chelsea Football Club, and and also for for the younger players that are at Chelsea. I mean, he's he's a great example um, uh, for for the younger players at Chelsea. Now he's had a, he's had his mad moments. Let's be very clear about that. And you wouldn't be too enamoured with, with with those mad moments. But but overall. Um, over the 17-18 years that he's been a Chelsea football club you know he's, be, he's been he's been excellent for Chelsea and that, and that that's, that's all you can go on uh,
1: There's no doubt about his, his defensive ability less so at Liverpool we've spoken about them before and <laughs> yeah. Are you laughing? I'm not surprised <laughs> Well it was just uh, like I I, 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 I could either I,
0: laugh or cry on Saturday yeah. and I, I decided I'd I just better grin and bear it and hope for the best I didn't
1: see the game live I just saw that they were 2 neither nil the, up the, Neither did the Liverpool team Yeah, <laughs> Just a matter of interest 2-0 up and then yeah. I look back at the result afterwards and Uh, It's it's embarrassing This is Sunderland who are a team that are probably going to go down unless they go on a good run and it's you kind of you wonder did Klopp make the right decision at all
0: I I think that he thought and I could be very wrong on this that they were better than what they're actually showing Yeah Well I don't know who he spoke to because it's been obvious for quite some time that Liverpool are not better than what they actually are as a matter of fact they're worse and they're getting worse, and they've got no leaders, um, which is which is absolutely frightening. And as soon as a mistake is made, be it be it a goal going in, or be it a, a, a midfielder not, not getting hold of the ball, or a front man not getting, or a defender not not tracking his man, the whole thing just goes haywire, and and and, and they just get all over the place. How Mignolet has gotten a, a five-year contract is totally. Beyond me, because every game that he's playing, it's a heller. Yeah, and Mourinho, is a very a, is good a much agent, better. probably. Well, they want to get rid of the. Well, the clubs want to start getting rid of the agents and make up their own mind on on, on players because that that free kick from Adam Johnson. Adam Johnson actually kicked the ground, uh, taken the free kick, and it went in by the near post yet again on his near post. Oh, I, mean, I I I I just cannot figure uh, Mourinho layout. Not, not, not for the life of me but more, more to the point I can't figure out how, how he's getting away with it at a, a club like Liverpool Football Club but unfortunately Liverpool Football Club is not the football club that I, I grew up watching and, 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 and loved and, and, and still love but they're going to they're gonna have to make some big, big changes and they're going to have to give Klopp an awful an awful lot of money and maybe that's why they were looking for a price increase well the price increase to the fans now the fans won't be are not too happy as we saw in the 77th minute yeah. they decided right we're walking out here that's very very unlike Liverpool fans to, uh, to be so vocal but in, when you look at the criticism. prices
1: that fans have to pay over in the UK like, madness. Yeah, it's, it's crazy it's, it's pure crazy madness. money. yeah it, 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 it,
0: it's lunacy I mean uh, uh, there were times when, when when you'd see teenagers at games I'd like to. I'd like to know how many teenagers are, are going to the games. These who can afford to go to the games because if a family day out, yeah. I, I shudder to think what it, what's going to cost for, for for a family day out. It's just all you, you could only if you went to to a game, you could only do that once a year.
1: No, yeah, no, definitely. No, like, and season that's ticket the, prices that's are bad as been, well, Yeah,
0: yeah, they've, they've been priced out of it. And supporters, supporters make the make make the club, make the game, and and without the supporters, the players don't get paid, the club doesn't function, and and, and that's it. And they'd want to, you know, the owners of of, of clubs, the the, the 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 John Henry of this world from from uh, the, the Fenway Group, they'd want to, you know, wise up and say, look at where where are we going to hear what all of this, and and they're probably they paid they paid. What if they, they paid some astronomical amount to some baseball player, thirty years of age, I I, I can't quite recall the figure over over uh, for for a for for a contract, and it's absolutely ludicrous what what they're paying him. So they want, to, they want to channel some of that money back into Liverpool Football Club because they're going to need it, and hopefully then that they, they 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 buy wisely. Yeah. But right now, Liverpool are an absolute and utter mess.
1: Uh, meanwhile, Arsenal. Uh, won comfortably, so it sets up a fairly interesting game this weekend. But the other team I wanted to talk to you about was um, Tottenham. Oh, who, the great Spurs! Spurs there, yeah. who yeah. have a reputation for being a bit up and down, but then yeah. uh, looking at them, like they're actually grinding out the right yeah. type of results at this point. And, in the season And the
0: Spurs team that we've that we've known over over the, the past number of years, um, they flatter the deceive. And let's hope they're not on another another uh, a flattering run, and that they can maintain the momentum. And if they can do that to the end of the season, they're going to be uh, pretty close. They'll, they'll be rely- relying on 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 Leicester uh, to start losing games. Yeah. And I wouldn't be I wouldn't be too reliant on that to be honest with you. But in, in fairness, to Spurs, you know, they've, they've done well. Uh, Pallacino has done very very well um, at Spurs, and and and. Uh, they're playing. They're playing very well. Sports teams nearly always play good football, but they're playing exceptional football now at the minute, and uh, they're up there in second place, and 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 very worthy uh, to be up there in second place. And uh, it'll be it'll be very interesting. A long time since they last won a league sixty sixty one season. That great Bill Nicholson team. I I, I loved that particular team. They it was, it was pass and run, pass and run, pass and run. It was, it was magnificent, and they 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 had wonderful players in those days. The, the Jimmy Greaves of this world. The, the the John White was a magnificent inside forward. Tragically yeah. died. Oh, playing golf, and and a, 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 a bolt of lightning um, hit oh, the tree yeah, and, yeah, and killed the story. Storm. Actually, yeah. What a, what a player! And, oh, Dave McKay and ah. Oh, Morris Norman at centre half, yeah. Bobby Smith at centre forward. Ah, oh, Terry Dyson. Happy days. Happy days. They, indeed, they yeah. were. They, they were. They were a real sports team.
2: Yeah, and actually, when real you,
0: look, you
1: look at the current team now, between Kane, Ali, the likes of Rose, Trippier, uh, Eric Dyer as well, yeah,
0: Trippier put down a marker yeah, over the weekend we as well, did, didn't
1: yeah? he? Uh, especially in Kyle Walker's absence. Yes. But I mean, just um, gives the, them the options. The fact that they're all English or local, in like Kane's, uh, Kane's case. That's quite an interesting way, to, because I know we've over the last few years we've been kind of talking about the fact that homegrown players don't really get a chance, but Tottenham seem to be doing that and it's working for them. Yeah, and it, and it'll work provided the quality of the
0: homegrown player is there. Yeah, now let's 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 be very clear about that. And it, but it, to me, it's great to see the home grown player because there's an affinity straight away with the fans like the, the, the fans at Tottenham chanting Harry Kane's name. he's one, he's one of us of her own, own, own. one of our own and and well they can say the same for, for quite a few sports players now not just alone Harry Kane so it, it's brilliant to go and see that and long long may it continue yeah. because I'm fed up of them going in, into the market and, and getting in the foreign players I have absolutely nothing against foreign players but it's nice to see the home grown lads come through it would be nice if, if, if some of the Irish lads who have gone across there would start making the play the, the yeah. at, 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 at Higher level as well. Our lads who are coming through here in Ireland, that when they do go over, are Scotland or Wales, uh, and Northern Ireland, of course.
1: Yeah, uh, Paddy, thanks a million for joining me. A pleasure indeed. And that was Paddy Mulligan on the weekend's Premier League action. And that's it for this week's rewind. We'll be back next Monday. And thanks for listening in. The Monday Rewind.